You are listening to a Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, presented by W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, Tech One Designs, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Transcanda Motorsports, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Westside Honda, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Motocross and Supercross news from around the globe. We're not experts, but we've got a microphone. Check us out on the web at www.bigmxradio.com. And now, here's your host, Brad Gebhardt. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, W Wheels, and X Brown Goggles. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line, the most artistically talented moto junkie I've ever had on this show. That's right, making his second appearance on the Big MX show. It's none other than Joshua Gray of Shades of Gray MX Helmet Painting. What's going on, brother? Not much. How you been? Hey, not too bad. Uh, the weather broke a little bit today here in uh, Winnipeg. It's the 2nd of March, and uh, we had uh, just about plus temperatures, so you're thinking about maybe uh, 20 degrees Fahrenheit. But uh, nevertheless, the snow le- looks to be uh, on its way south uh, for, the, for the year. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, put knobbies in dirt uh, before uh, within, within the next six, eight, six to eight weeks. Right on, right on. We've been getting a, a pretty good dose of your guys' winter ourselves down here in Absolutely. Missouri and even south. We like to here. share. So, so yeah, yeah you know, we're, us for... Canadians, we're a sharing bunch, and uh, <laughs> it, it never hurts to uh, give a little to you guys who uh, enjoy it. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> but well, everybody well. here is ready to ready to hit the dirt and get 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 some outdoor riding in. For sure. Any uh, snowmobile helmets that you worked on over the winter? Um, I did do a couple. Um, I did did uh, a couple for the guys at Big St. Charles Motorsports, and and, and uh, I think they were going to do some snowmobiling uh, earlier this winter. Excellent. Yeah, it's definitely seen a lot of. Uh, well, obviously the nationals are on right now, but a couple of uh, motocross guys, even uh, uh, Ronnie Renner, going out on one of those. Uh, uh, conversion motocross bikes with the track on the back. Uh, not too sure how that those, those things really work. Uh, they, they haven't had anything bad to say, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to try one of those out. Yeah, those things look great. I think uh, my buddy Brett, he was supposed to get on one of those things sometime soon. I, so. I, I don't know if he's still planning on it, um, but I know he's been all over the place. So we'll, we'll have to see and, and see if he can get on one of them. You never know where that guy is going to pop up, whether it be Australia, <laughs> uh, Monster Cup, these racing some arena crash, and then you never know where that guy's going to be, but it's always entertaining when he's there. Uh, what do you have in the works right now? Uh, what's what's in the studio ready to get roll off the assembly line? Uh, what's coming down the pipe for you that uh, you're excited about? Um, actually, right now, I've kind of kind of started to transfer out of my Supercross helmets, and I, I still have a couple more to do. I've still got more for uh, Mitch Oldenburg and Jimmy Albertson. Um, i got a couple of the Privateer Journey helmets to do, and then I've also started painting. Last year, I started painting for Team Faith in the National Arena Cross right. Series, so i got a couple more for those guys to go out. Um, and I've been working on, you know, amateur helmets um, and then just local riders from all around the country. So it's kind of a a wide range right now. So I've, I've just been kind of doing all that. Um, and just trying to knock 
a helmet out as fast as I can. <laughs> so get get as many helmets out the door as fast as I can here lately. Right on. Well, you've been extra busy ever since uh, returning back from the party in the pasture uh, this last fall. I believe it was uh, early November. You headed out to that event. You had uh, down to the last few minutes to get a couple of special helmets done for that. And then, um, yeah, like you've you've posted countless numbers of pictures, whether it be uh, the Arm and Energy uh, helmets or any of the other ones that you've done for the the privateer journey and stuff like that. Um, what are some What are some of the the, the special helmets that you've worked on since? Um, other than the party in the pasture helmets for K Dub, I haven't done in the Arm and Energy. I haven't done a whole lot of like the the one off stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy doing those like theme helmets and I have some here at the house. Um, uh, just some like memorial helmets are always fun to work on. Um, you know, if you got like a, a downed rider or something, you know, you'll have their friends send in a helmet that will want it kind of customized for them. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll be doing a police memorial helmet before too long for, for an officer over in Illinois, which will be a really fun one for like his unit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stuff like that is, is always really fun because you can really use your creativity um, for that specific helmet, you know, and, and make it like a one of a kind deal that they're not going to get anywhere else. So those, those are always fun. Um, and I painted a couple helmets for the Crossland Motorsport team, um, did a couple helmets that, for Tommy yeah. Hahn, or, you know, for Tommy Hahn and Frederick Noren. Um, and those guys have been doing really well on the Supercross circuit. So yeah, it's just been kind of a, a fun mix of just kind of all kinds of different stuff here lately. Yeah, actually, uh, Frederick Noren, interesting story with him. He only started, he only raced the first four rounds of Supercross, and uh, the Crossland guys have uh, made a deal with Factory Honda because obviously uh, Frederick did some work uh, racing for them in the in the the outdoor series. Is that Frederick Noren is now basically employed by Honda for the rest of the Supercross season to do the the testing for the uh the american honda super or the 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 outdoor team to uh, get their bike dialed in uh he's not a very successful supercross guy as we saw uh he's he's, like he doesn't quite have that graph just yet because the guy's from uh is he from sweden yeah he's from sweden uh and so he that's that's what he's tackling right now and i gotta imagine he's probably rocking uh your lid while doing that um very surprised to see that you uh, did, nobody rolled out a Shades of Grey uh, throwback helmet for nineties nineties uh, retro weekend. Uh, like I, I, I was ho- hoping for some sort of a throwback, but uh, weren't able to put that together. No, unfortunately, this year we didn't. Um, last year, you know, we did the the mid replica for Jimmy that was a huge hit, yeah. um, and and really had a good time on on that helmet. And and uh, and then this year, I think I. I'm, you know, I've just been so busy. It's been really hard to, um, you know, really get after pursuing those kind of extracurricular, well, I call them extracurricular helmets, um, just because those are kind of those one-off special helmets that you really want to do, but you kind of got to pursue the teams and pursue the riders a little bit harder yeah. um, to make sure everything gets in scheduling and stuff like that. And um, this this past year has just been really crazy for me with the, with the company really growing like it is and and some other things going on. It's, it's just been, it's been a real challenge. Um, but I think I'm putting things back, uh, to where they need to be and, and, uh, you know, some, some type of a normalcy back to it. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll paint, you know, 80 to a hundred hours a week right now. Um, wow. you know, just trying to keep up. So it, it, it is, the, the company is definitely in that stage of, 
where it needs to go to the next level, you know, and it's, it's just uh, a matter of figuring it all out. You know, I, I, uh, uh, never thought I would be in a position like this. <laughs> so okay. it's kind of learn as you go thing. Um, you know, and, and just hopefully, you know, I haven't run out of ideas to paint, which is a good thing. So, you know, and I'm, I'm not anywhere near burnt out on, on, on doing what I do. I, I love what I do. And I, and I really like to enjoy the people that I work with and work for. So it, it is, it's just a, a matter of, you know, getting, uh, getting things a little bit better organized on my end and, and being able to take care of the clients and the racers a little bit better. Absolutely. It sounds like, um, you've, you've truly been blessed in this situation of, uh, taking full advantage and, and putting good, putting your skills to work. Uh, like you've got the, uh, this God given talent that, um, few, few have, and it's, it's a creativeness that I like, I have honestly never seen, uh, in my days on this earth. And, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible to see how you've been able to take those talents and, uh, and use them for, uh, such a, like, just represent them so well, put them to work and, uh, really make a splash. I sure appreciate that. You know, and, and when I started my business, you know, I always want to be able to be involved in, in organizations and stuff where I can actually use that talent to help others and do events like parking that was this year for my buddy Chris Blankenship who passed away. Yeah. You know, we were able to auction off the helmet. Um, it auctioned off one of them that KW wore. Um, you know, and it raised 500 bucks for Chris's family. Um, it was 15 minutes up. So, you know, being a part of that, and I've also uh, done a bunch of stuff for country music singer Craig Morgan. And I'm actually getting um, ready to do some more stuff for his upcoming charity race. Uh, 5k race in April that I'm going to be a part of, uh, being able to do like that, um, you know, for me to see people that are going through tough times and then me to be able to kind of pitch in and do my part to help out. Um, you know, it's a blessing to me. Um, and it also keeps, keeps me, uh, keeps me on my toes and keeps me, uh, you know, inspired to do, um, you know, keep going. So, you know, when you're creative and, you hear people getting rider's block and stuff like that. And there are times where I sit down and look at a helmet. I can see it in my head, but I can't paint the thing. <laughs> and it gets frustrating because you just get this like, um, you know, being able to inspiration and motivation is what I do. So, so, uh, you know, my faith is, is uh, what really drives me, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know that I really feel like I'm where God wants me and doing what I'm doing. Um, or else I would have these, you know, issues more people that work for me and <laughs> so like i said it i'm just you know every day i wake up and and count the blessings and you know kind of take a day at a time and, and see where things go absolutely one day at a time uh and i got to imagine as you step into your office uh he's there with you every step and, and really guiding your hand through all of this especially when you have those tough moments of of i guess it'd be a painter's version of writer's block uh and i hope that those don't happen uh very much um like when when you're in your studio uh is that a time where you're able to uh kind of uh escape from certain things in your life if you're having a hard time like does is that is that is painting to you what motocross is to me sort of thing like when i'm riding nothing matters everything kind of melts away and I actually end up doing some pretty good in inward thinking about just about everything or sometimes i don't think but sometimes i do uh and it's just very kind of almost a tranquil uh, place for you 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and being a rider, when, when I used to ride, you know, I totally get what you're saying. When you're on the bike, everything goes away. And I think that's what draws motocrossers, you know, to give them that, like, never give up, never, never tire attitude. You know, when, yeah. when you're on the bike, it, it's just, you're on another planet or, or, you know, out of this world. And you sit down in my chair music going and get a helmet in front of me and you know i'll take a, a list of what people want and then you know they pretty much give me creative freedom to do what they want on the helmet you know and and literally just kind of go off into my creative mindset and and uh you know i take the helmet and i don't i don't draw anything out i don't sign anything beforehand i and so so each helmet that I paint is literally kind of a work of art. So it, it's not something that's planned or it just kind of comes out. <laughs> so, um, totally. which, you know, does make it a little bit more time consuming on my, end, um, just because the creative process takes a little bit longer. Um, but it also gives people a 100% unique helmet. So, I mean, I don't think I've ever done other than team helmets. I don't think I've ever done two helmets that are similar to each other. Um, and, and, and that, you know, that's cool to me. So, um, but yeah, like I'll, I'll get in there and I'll start working on a helmet and I do a lot of my painting at night. And the reason why I do that is because there's no phones ringing. There's no, you know, emails going off. My kids aren't, you know, destroying the house (laughs) or asking me to do stuff. So it's, uh, it it literally, you know, I kind of go into my own, own little world and, and, uh, it is, it's fun, you know, and, and it, and it seems like, um, you know, if I am having a bad day or whatever I can, I can sit down with a helmet and be creative and, and just kind of forget the world around me, so to speak. Absolutely. It's a great way for you to uh, kind of get those creative juices flowing, uh, release yourself from from anything that you might be facing uh, in your in your personal life, professional life. Just kind of zone in on what, on the task at hand and, uh, and, and do your best work. Uh, when do you do your best work? Um, is it, do you, like, do you ever have, like, a, when you're, having a hard time or when like you, when a good song happens to come on the, your, your, the stereo you got blaring, uh, when, when do you feel like you do your absolute best work? Um, actually I would probably say, and this will sound kind of weird, but when I'm under pressure, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite the procrastinator at times, but it seems like when I'm under pressure is when I knock out the best stuff. And I don't know why that is, but it's, it, it, it's always kind of been that way. Um, and when I start a helmet, usually I like to start it and then try to go through as, you know, from start to finish. Um, it's hard to work on a helmet for a while and pull off of it and come back to it. Um, although I've had to do that numerous times over this past year, um, just a bunch of stuff going on, but, um, you know, so normally when I start a helmet, I'll go, you know, from one, you know, from the time I start it 30 hours later to finish, um, and get it off the clear coat and stuff like that. So, but usually, you know, for some reason it is, it's, it, it kind of seems like, um, the more pressure that's on the better. Um, but I take pride in each helmet that I paint. I mean, I've done some high profile helmets, you know, for some of the top riders in the world. And I take just as much time on, you know, a beginner rider coming into the sports helmet as I do with, you know, some of the top riders, you know, I want everybody to feel like they get the best paint job for the money out there. Absolutely. And in my opinion, you really do provide that. Like, uh, of all the helmets that I look for, and I know I mentioned to you earlier, I can tell a Shades of Grey helmet painting 
from say the the other uh, other helmet paintings that that are the custom painters that you see out there? Your Troy Lee's, uh, your is it DP or AP, AP designs? AP. AP designs, like I, I myself, I can pick them out uh, from from the stands or off off of TV. I can tell. Um, <laughs> is that something that you pride yourself on? That, that someone that, that people can pick that up, pick your stuff out like that? Yeah, for sure. And you know, and I, and like I said, it goes back to being blessed with the talent. And I think that that one reason my helmets stand out is because of the uniqueness of them. Um, and you know, I really look up to guys like Troy Lee, AP Design, Tagger. I mean, in, in my eyes, um, they're where I want to be eventually. Um, you know, those guys are, are top notch painters and artists and, and definitely set the standard at the bar. And, um, you know, eventually I would like to be on, on their level, but, uh, yeah, it, it's cool knowing that, that people out there, you know, really do take a look and take notice at the uniqueness of my stuff. Um, you know, which, which helps keep me motivated, inspired, you know, like, like I said before, whenever you hear good feedback from people, it always helps you, you know, kind of have that fire to keep going and, and keep doing what you're doing, you know, and sometimes when you're sitting in a, a chair for, you know, 30 straight hours and it's like almost daylight out and your eyes are getting heavy, you need to get a helmet done, you know, those kind of little things, um, when you start unmasking the helmet and you know that, you, you know that you're it's turning out good and you know that you're going to get good feedback on it you know that's that's what kind of drives you you know and then just you know be able to hand the riders the helmets and see them get excited and and stuff you know that's that's what it's all about totally uh, is there ever have there ever been a time where you you undo all your masking tape you kind of stand back from what's a very close to uh finished product and you kind of like wow i just did that uh, every once in a while, I mean, um, you know, you, you, the way I look at each one of my jobs is, is, you know, I do stand back and, and, and look at them, but I critique myself. I'm probably my, the world's, you know, my worst, uh, you know, critiquer and, and, and I'll get one done that I think is just amazing, but then I'll find like things that I need to, I could have done different. And, and I think I do that, which is, is good because it just makes me want to do the next one better. So, and, and changing so many, you know, designs up and having so many designs out there, it also keeps me, well, I could do this a little bit different, or I could do this a little bit different. So I kind of never plateau and I'm sure at some point I'll hit that. Um, I think everybody does. And then you just got to find a new way of doing things. And, and I think adding the other artist is where that helps, you know, it, it gives a, a new sense of looking at the artwork a little bit differently or looking at the layouts a little bit differently and, Oh, we can do this and, and tweak it and, you know, make this a little bit cooler and, and whatnot. So, but yeah, um, you know, there's, there's been numerous helmets where, you know, I got done and, and just super pumped on them. And, and, uh, you know, I think I get as excited as the riders do when I'm unmasking each helmet, because when you get all that tape and stuff pulled off and you finally see how everything came together, it, it's pretty exciting, you know, and then to know that, you know, you put 25 to 35 hours worth of work into it, um, you know, for it to just turn out as just like a, a huge breath of fresh air to, I don't have to start all over. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible. Uh, I got to imagine there's, there's been a, a quite a few times where uh, you just, um, you're happy to just get get the thing done and, and it turns out great. Um, do you ever like like a, a say a, an, 
a musician would have inspiration from earlier years work do you ever go back and look at some of the the helmets of yesteryear to uh of some of the custom stuff that both like the ap tagger and uh and troy lee have done in the past to kind of i wouldn't say steal ideas but uh create some 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 ideas um i do i always like you know, most artists do look at other artists' work um, because we like, I mean, usually the artists and, and people that are creative, they draw inspiration from others. And and for me, you know, growing up and seeing all the helmets that McGrath used to wear, seeing the helmets that, you know, Mike McGrath, um, all the helmets that really used to paint those guys. And it was like, to me, it wasn't, it was, it was more of the writer's attitude in the paint job. Yeah, you know, so I looked at that side. I mean, you knew when Jeremy showed up, they had the thickest helmet on on the planet, you know, and Troy Lee was going to kill it. So, except for that I, one that know, had I, crown stuff coming out, yeah, <laughs> you know, so so being able to see, you know, those helmets and, and the stuff that that those guys did and create, um, to me, is more than just a helmet. There's kind of like a whole story behind it. So, and and that's what I like to do is to kind of try to create some type of a story behind the theme helmets and stuff, especially like the ones that we do for Brett Q and, and uh, we've done numerous ones for Jimmy Albertson in the past um, that were kind of theme helmets and, and, and uh, you know, that, that stuff is always so much fun. Um, you know, and then I've done so many myself now that, you know, I can go back and look at my, my first helmets and then just kind of grow off of those, um, you know, take those designs and, and make them turn them into something new and fresh and, and uh, you know, just kind of give, uh, give, you know, the helmets kind of a new look. And, and, and I've been doing a lot of, of like cleaner factory looking designs now, but, um, you know, I can still do the wild graffiti, crazy cartoony looking stuff too. So it, it, it keeps me, keeps me thinking, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and it keeps, uh, it, it keeps each design kind of, uh, challenging for me, which, which I enjoy. That's that way it doesn't become kind of bland and boring. Well, that's excellent. Uh, what are some of the, uh, what's the, the, like, when you tell somebody what you do for a living, what's the most common question that you get? Uh, right now, um, I read your book. <laughs> so, no, but, uh, it's, yeah. Oh, you're um, breaking yeah, up like crazy right now. Oh. Um, Sorry, usually, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Um, usually when, when people ask what I do, it, it, it's, you know, I just kind of say I paint helmets and then they kind of look at me like you paint helmets. And then I'd start explaining to them, um, you know, <laughs> industry I'm in and stuff like that. I'm amazing. Um, a lot of, That's what I do. <laughs> but, uh, and, and then they kind of, you know, kind of, they become really intrigued by it. Um, you know, you, and then it's cool to be able to talk about fighters and, and, it's it's really neat for me because most people that don't follow the motocross industry don't know how hard the riders work. Um, no, and, yeah. me, you know, me being able to work with the kids at Loretta's and seeing how hard they train and how much the family sacrificed to get them there. And, I mean, just the story behind these people is, is amazing. Um, so me being able to paint for them opens up uh, a door for me to help the sport kind of grow in a sense because you know, these people that have never followed it, never heard about it, you know, I can say, Hey, I work for, um, you know, Nicholas Romano from, uh, New York, who's a Loretta Lynch champion in the 50 class last year. Um, you know, and the kid works his tail off and his, his family sacrificed to getting to the races and, 
you know, and, and, uh, you know, the kid's a champion and, you know, you, and then, uh, you know, you know, working with kids that have personal trainers and, you know, homeschool and, and everything revolves around the racing. And then, you know, the, the, uh, injuries that they overcome and then they get right back on the bike and they go out again. And, you know, a lot of them have success. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's just, it really is. I mean, just the whole sport is a, you know, as a whole is just an amazing thing. So it's been real fun, especially over the past year, the more my company has grown, the more, um, I got to, you know, interact with people and talk to more people and, and kind of have a little bit of a fan base going on myself, um, which I never thought I would, but it, it's been really cool to be able to like see people's reactions when you talk to them about the actual motocross and supercross industries as a whole, you know, the supercross, they're selling out stadiums and, and, and it, you know, it, it's just, you know, you got riders that are sacrificing everything to get there on the weekends and, it, and it's, uh, you know, how much, you know, the families pitch in to help each other out and the riders help each other out. It, it's just all around. It's just, you know, it really is just an amazing thing to be a part of. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Selkirk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at one 482 7782 Boom! Westside! What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. X-Racing Man. But more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Who that tastes, what a delicious treat. Bees, Amigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. 
from the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. I know you're, uh, I've seen your banners on the privateer journey. Uh, who are all of the uh, supercross racers that are flying your shades of gray? Um, I'll be doing one for Chad Cook. Um, he's under that banner. Um, and then I'm going to work with Adam Entenpap, and we're going to try to get a helmet going for him and, and do a little competition deuce. with him. Seven deuce deuce. So uh, we're going to be doing some stuff with them, and then I'm going to talk to a couple more of the riders and uh, see if we can't get them in helmets for Vegas um, and maybe do some really cool stuff for Vegas with the Privateer Journey team. So Ted Parks runs a great program, um, and I've been on board with those guys for, for a few years now. Um, and definitely, you know, go check them out. Um, they've got Instagram at the Privateer Journey. Check out the website. Check them out on Facebook. Um and uh, promotofan.com is one of their big sponsors. Um, you know, be sure to That's join right. up with the uh, Fantasy Supercross fantasy League. Moto. Do you do Fantasy so Moto? I love Fantasy Motocross. I would, but honestly, I don't have enough time. Like, I know people are so like, true. oh, you can, you can do that. But, like, literally all my time revolves around my kids these days and, and the business. So, so uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even think I've had cable TV or satellite TV for three years. So like, uh, I had it shut off cause I just don't even watch TV anymore. So, Fair enough. well, <laughs> so I want to watch basically two full-time jobs every week. Uh, like what else? I, I can't imagine you have time for, for much else other than yes, your, your children and, uh, your beloved helmets. Yep. So that, that's what it's all about right now. And, uh, and you know, just like I said, it, it's been pretty cool. Um, I do get to try to take my kids to as many events as possible and, and they get to hang out with me and, and of course they think it's just the coolest thing on the, on the planet. So, and, uh, the teams and, and families are great. You know, they, they take my kids in and, and, uh, kind of make them a part of the whole, the whole thing. And, and we have a lot of fun with it. Like I said, um, you know, I couldn't be more blessed and, and, uh, you know, just thankful to be where I am. hundred percent. Now you, you've also been, um, fairly actively supporting a, uh, a local arena cross series or maybe not so local, but you've been traveling to, uh, to support a, a arena cross series. What series is that? And, uh, how have you been involved so far? Um, it's been going really good. The series is called the liquid nitro arena cross series. That's right. Um, it's, uh, the promoter is motorhead events out of, um, Springfield, Missouri, my buddy Jay Reynolds. Um, he started this series a few years back, um, and it's, uh, kind of brought me on board this year to do some media work for him and, and try to help the, the series kind of expand and grow. And, and this year it has gone great. We have doubled the, uh, entries, um, per round. 
um, the, uh, the events and venues have really, really gotten better. Um, and, and we just keep adding more, um, better venues, um, to the circuit next year. I know there's a couple more rounds that we're adding with some really good venues. Um, it's really growing. Um, and it's been pretty fun. Um, I, I get to go and, and shoot video at the events and, and run the social media sites for them. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we make it a fun family atmosphere and, and it's been good racing. Um, every class this year has been stacked. It's had a good pro turnout. Um, and we're just kind of, you know, all working together, you know, to bring arena cross to the Midwest here and, and try to create, you know, one of the best indoor series, um, around. Absolutely. Ever since, uh, the, the Buku series kind of fell off, uh, and there was a bit of a jumble up with the, uh, arena cross series is that from like kind of 2007 on, uh, it's nice to see a, a solid series coming back and, uh, basically, picking up what they left off and providing great racing for the fans of, uh, of the upper Northwest. The Midwest. 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 Yep. And uh, this year it went to, we did, um, we did stops in Oklahoma, Texas, um, Kansas and Missouri. Um, next year, I believe we're trying to look at a stop in Illinois. So pretty much all in the Midwest, all the way down in the Mesquite, Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're looking at, um, some good venues, um, for next year and uh you know a lot of the same venues will be back and we've been able to bring riders like cowboy kenny bartram to do some shows yes. um brett hughes came to some races jimmy albertson uh, cook uh mitchell oldenburg matt lemoyne um there's some um who's doing really well in the uh the uh amsoil series right now uh close have been you know to a race or two of the micro series um so it's it's been good it's it's definitely um been a you know we, we want the series to kind of be a stepping stone for those guys going into either national arena cross or supercross so you know when we have a full and and stuff that's always good you know help those guys get some some gate time and and some track time in before the supercross and national arena cross series start Hundred percent. Now uh, let's get into some story time here. Um, I wanted I wanted to pick four helmets that are kind of my my favorites or ones that are I feel like you did like a, an exceptional job with, and hopefully maybe you could uh, give me a little bit of a story about how these helmets uh, came together, both creatively and uh, with the rider who asked you to make them. So uh, I wanted to start off with Jimmy Albertson slash uh, Arma Energy Racing's uh, silver and the matte black. Uh, Arma Fly F2 Carbons uh, that you did for that team. Uh, okay. How did those come together, and uh, how did you come up with the look? Okay. Um, well, this year, you know, uh, Jimmy called me and said, hey, we got a, a deal with Arma Energy, and uh, we want to want you to paint up some helmets for me. So, um, you know, after got got to talking a little bit, I basically just text Jimmy and I, uh, uh, hey, you know, uh, can I, how much creative freedom do I have on these helmets? And he said, man, just go for it. You know, just make sure that we get the armor logos on there. Of course, we want to make sure that armor is well represented on each helmet that we do. Um, and the recent one, the matte one that we did, um, I never got to do a whole lot of matte finish helmets. And I've always wanted to do one. So I thought, well, heck, this would be a, a perfect time to try out the matte finish. And, you know, we wanted to do the logos big for armor and make sure that uh, they're very readable and, and noticeable. And, uh, and then the underlying effect in the silver and matte underneath the big arm A, 
it was just kind of like, uh, I just kind of wanted this kind of ghost, um, ghosted look to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just, it ended up turning out just like it did. And, and everybody was just like super pumped on that design. So, um, I'm going to be doing another one for Mitchell soon that will look similar to that one. Um, so they'll, they'll both have kind of matching helmets. And then, um, I, like I said, I still have a couple more armor helmets to do for them. So I got a couple more tricks up my sleeve and, and we'll see how those turn out when they do. Excellent. Yeah, no, my honest, my purpose, personal favorite is the, is the black one, uh, that you did for, um, for Jimmy, uh, at the beginning of the season. And, uh, I got to imagine that's one of the, one of the helmets that's gotten the most amount of, uh, shares amongst social media. Social media is a great way for you to, uh, put out, uh, the advertising for your business. And, uh, that particular helmet has been kind of embraced by the social media crowd as, uh, one that I guarantee you must be getting a lot of, uh, uh interest about. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, great organizations like Moto Playground shared it, Arm Energy Racing shared it, um, Jimmy shared it. You know, those, those guys are always so cool about, you know, pumping up my stuff and, and helping spread the word, you know, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's great when you, when you get that kind of exposure out of something that you've done. So, you know, I'm, I'm real thankful for that and I uh, look forward to doing more. Absolutely. Now the next one on my list uh, might be a little bit more or lesser known rider because I'm not too even too sure who it is. But this one kind of jumped out at me because it might be the brightest angry clown helmet I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I'm talking about Brandon Wilson's uh, Technicolor, I, I call it the neon angry clown. Uh, uh-huh. And um, it, that was a just one uh, helmet, I believe. Uh, so was that the first just one that you painted? And uh, how'd that come together with you and Brandon? Yeah, um, I'd never painted that style helmet before, um, so that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, Looks like a tricky and, helmet. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, he called me. Um, he's up in Iowa, and he called and he said, "Hey, I want." He's like, "You're the guy with the neon colors, and 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 I want something bright." You know, he's kind of an old school rider. And, and if you remember back in the day, a lot of the the old school riders had really bright helmets, um, oh, yeah. the neons and and everything, and. And uh, he goes, I just want something that's just bright, just something that's going to, you know, stand out from a mile away. So I was like, all right, we can do that. And then he likes clowns. So he sends me this picture of a clown and he goes, you know, put your twist on it, however you want to do it. Um, but just get the clown on there, however you want to put it on there and, and just, you know, make the helmet wild and crazy. So it was a fun one to work on, um, you know, and, and anytime that you can create something that's that bright, <laughs> you, you know, it's going to turn heads at the truck because it's just you know, it's, uh, just something completely unique and that what's out there anywhere else. So yeah, that one was a lot of fun to work on. For sure. Those types of, those types of colors are something that, uh, regardless of, of how they're painted, they're eye catching, but you seem to have a grasp of how to use them, when to use them in a tasteful manner that it's not overbearing. It's just eye catching and it's, uh, like in, in full in full motion as well as a still image they look really really cool and uh you should be commended for that thanks i appreciate it so yeah yeah the the neon colors and i i guess when i first started the reason why i started using so many neons and i and i to be honest i don't really like using neons for outdoors um just because neons do not have and i tell everybody this when they book their homes they don't have a lot of pigment in them so they do fade over time and there isn't really anything that you can do um, if they're in direct sunlight for large amounts of time, they'll, they'll fade. Even like a water graphic neon will fade. So, um, you know, you got to 
careful with how you do it. And I've kind of got a, a way that I do it that, that helps, uh, helps quite a bit with that. Um, you know, it comes into the riders, you know, just making sure that their helmet's not sitting in the sun all day long and, and whatnot. But, you know, the neons is what kind of built my business for me. It's what everybody wanted. And, um, you know, the photographers, I get numerous comments from photographers at tracks and videographers. They just follow the riders. They see those helmets, the next thing you know, the camera's on them. And, uh, you know, I've talked to numerous guys um, that get lots of pictures of them and video because of the helmets, um, you know, the, and the, they'll actually admit to me, you know, well, we, we couldn't stop looking at them. <laughs> so, which is kind of a cool thing. No kidding. That's a, as a, as an artist, it's gotta be a, a, a nice thing to hear. Uh, I got a, I had a Rhino replica Troy Lee designs painted helmet from 2004. It was actually the 03 model. It had just the smallest bit of blaze orange on the back corner of it and uh my dad loved that i wore that helmet because he could always find me in the pile of dust like uh-huh. regardless of what the like if there was like dust everywhere he'd always be able to find that little the uh, little orange spot on my helmet so uh yeah always great to have that on there especially if you're uh um trying to find your kid out there on the track now mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that uh brianna is it mom Mon. Uh-huh. Uh, she runs the Neon Zebra on uh, her monster truck helmet, and she drives a Scooby-Doo truck on the weekends. Um, tell me a little bit of how, how you connected with her and uh, how you developed that paint job. Okay. Brianna was a local female racer, um, and she raced motocross for, for years around here. And I kind of ran into her every once in a while at the, at the tracks and at Supercross and whatnot. And um, my good buddy Wheels, um, which was my media rep for a while. Um, he had talked to her a couple of times and she came up with the deal with Feld to drive monster trucks. And she's like, I got to have a cool helmet if I'm going to drive these monster trucks. So, um, I got in contact with her and we started talking and she's like, um, you know, I want, I want to do something, but I want to do something that's just unique and wild. And she's like, of course I'm a girl and I like the print and, and, uh, whatnot. And she goes, and I, I definitely want the neon colors mixed in with it, which is, you know, your style. And, so we, we did her helmet up and, uh, and she has been doing phenomenal on the monster jam tour. And, uh, I think she's really moving up the ladder pretty fast. So we're, we're looking at, at things for her to come and, and really pumped that she's on board with us. Excellent. Well, I was glad to see that coming together and seeing women uh, excel in the sport, whether it be motocross or anything else adrenaline, uh, related is, is excellent to see. Uh, the last one I had on my hand, on my mind, and, and this is one of the, that's kind of a bit of a throwback for you because you've, it came out uh, a little over a year ago now, would be uh, Brett Q's caution tape lid. Uh, what was the inspiration for that helmet, and uh, is there any plans to have a uh, caution 2.0? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, the funny story, like when, when me and Brett Q first met, um, we had always joked around about how much he landed on his head. Wait, so, you, you joked you joked around with Brett Q. That's I'm very surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, why don't we do a helmet that's like wrapped in caution tape? And uh, so our inspiration was basically, well, since you land on your head so much, we'll wrap a helmet in caution tape. Um, and then the idea, the first idea was just to put a caution signs all over it. But then actually taking the tape and making it look like it's wrapped, you know, completely around the helmet when I started laying it out, it was just one of those things that all came together. Um, and it, it's by far one of my most favorite paint jobs. 
Um, I, and I, I just, the look of it, the, when, when you get that close to it and you see it in person, you can see the 3d, like it literally is, you know, wrapped, wrapped in caution tape. And, and that's something that I, that I know we will do another one of. Um, so, and it's cool because we can kind of keep adding little things to it to, to kind of make it a little bit unique with the caution tape still incorporated. So that, that is by far one of the, my most favorite helmets. And I know it's one of his favorite helmets. Um, we also did the dumb and dumber helmet for him too, which, which, uh, suits, suits our friendship really well. <laughs> so oh, but totally. no, the caution, the caution tape helmet is, is, uh, a lot of fun to work on. It's one of my favorites and it's something that I think that we can continue to do for years and just change a little bit here and there and, and change some colors or add a little bit to it and still have that fun, you know, for us, it was all about fun. Um, when we did the whole road to X game stuff and, and all the helmets that we do for Brett, um, it's always about fun. So, and those are always so much, you know, they are fun to work on. So it's a uh, full creative freedom on my end and, and with his personality and, and stuff, the helmets just, it really is, you know, the helmet kind of telling a story of the rider. So um, he's not near as bad as he used to be with, with landing on his head. Uh, he was really hard on visors there for a while, but uh I was no, going to say, I hope he at least sent you a couple of visors extra. Yeah. <laughs> so he never does. I only get one visor with the guy, but no, he's, 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 uh, he's definitely up his game and, and he goes huge nowadays and has so much fun doing what he's doing. And I'm so pumped that, that he's where he's at and, and so glad to be part of it all. Yeah. Talk about a guy who, uh, I wouldn't say came from nowhere or nothing, but he was definitely a guy who was very not well known and out of nowhere seemingly overnight went from uh, kind of a the YouTube sensation that wasn't just a flash in the pan. Uh, the motocross industry has kind of embraced him and uh, just loved the, the happy-go-lucky guy who, uh, I just knowing from, from texting the guy, he'll, uh, out of nowhere, just, just he, he never stops making any laughs. So uh, great oh, all the way around with Brett Q. For sure, for sure. So we, we have a lot of fun. There's, there's no doubt about it. Now, who who would be an athlete that you have not yet painted for uh, that does do a lot of custom helmets or does wear a lot of custom helmets that you'd like to work with? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, um, I mean, I, I have painted for Trey. Um, I, I got to paint him an Oklahoma City Thunder helmet. Um, and he was wearing it in Vegas last year, and then he unfortunately crashed and broke the visor on it, and we didn't have a second visor for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's... And then I see it for Kevin Windham and, and to paint for a guy like K-Dub is, I mean, true. So, I mean, it, it would yeah. be, um, it'd be hard to beat that one. Um, I do think it would be really cool. And this is not motor motocross or supercross industry related, but I think it would be really cool to paint for a fight, um, or something along those lines, uh, or something, something that they is kind of, a thank you for your service type deal. Um, my okay. dad was 21 years in the air force. So, um, I grew up in air force brat, uh, on bases and stuff like that. So for me to be able to like use my talent to be able to get back to someone that has served this country would be really, really big for me. Um, um, and as far Talk as like, as far as maybe, uh, a, a writer goes, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I don't really like, really pursue the riders. I think those guys are pursued by numerous companies and, and sponsors and whatnot. I kind of let, you know, God take care of that. Whatever kind of falls, falls in my lap and, 
I'm thankful for whatever does. So. Well, that, that that's excellent, and and um, he's been he's helped you out, and he's he's blessed you with a lot of uh, great things uh, so far, and uh, has also uh, given you an op- a lot of opportunities to be very strong through all of this. Um, where where does that where does your faith play in in your life uh, from from the beginning of the day till when you lay your head on the pillow? Um, I mean, every day I wake up, and and it really is being as I work from home. It, it's it does get stressful because I I, can, I never feel like I can get away from work, um, and I feel like even when my kids are here, um, you know, I need to be putting time into them and and whatnot. And and I'm a single parent now, so. Um, when I have my kids, I have all three of them on my own and, and it gets, you know, that's challenging enough, making sure that their needs are taken care of and, and whatnot. So you know, basically, and I, and I walk into my office and I see the work and, and know that that's for my kids and knowing that five years ago I was jobless and was in the process of losing everything and, and whatnot, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, for me, my faith has helped, you know, help me, uh, get up in the mornings where I didn't want to and, and go sit down and, and start painting things or answering emails or, or getting involved in organizations that are, are doing great things. And, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I've been blessed with, you know, meeting people like Trey and hearing his story, which is a huge inspiration, seeing what he has gone through and, and, uh, you know, other people that have gone through, you know, things in their lives and stuff. And I think we all go through hard times. So, um, you know, the choir brother. (laughs) So, yeah. So like, uh, you know, for me, my faith is, is, uh, really what drives me, you know, it's, it's like the more, um, I put into it, the more God gives me back, um, which, you know, you read your Bible and that's what it says, you know, um, yeah, you have faith in him and, and, uh, he takes care of you and, 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 that's kind of the only way I can explain it. <laughs> um, Absolutely, and, because and, I really and no need to really explain that too much further than that. But it's mm-hmm. it's that's very powerful. That's it's incredible that you're uh, you yourself are evidence that it's 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 the the faith that you've brought you, you the faith you've put in him is the the rewards and the 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 blessings that he's uh, bestowed upon you. For sure, for sure, and, and like I said, you know, it's uh, you know I, I know for sure that I wouldn't be where I am. Um, if it weren't for my faith and, and weren't for God taking care of me. So, uh, you know, any, any chance that I do get to, to team, um, you know, I'm all about it. And, uh, you know, he's blessed me with great people in my life. You know, I appreciate what you're doing with, uh, with the, the podcast and the radio show and, and just, you know, the writers and the families that he has surrounded with me with that support what I do and, and believe in me and keep pushing me and, and, uh, you know, you know, saying, you know, keep, keep pushing forward and keep doing what you're doing and, and, um, you know, let him take care of the rest. And, and, uh, it, it is, it's pretty cool. It's, it's kind of a get up on a daily basis type thing and, and just what I can do and, and let him take care of the rest. And, uh, you know, and it's, like I said, it's, it's pretty cool that, that I'm kind of at that crossroads now of having to expand or pull back. So it's, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see what that next level is. And, uh, you know, it's exciting stuff and, and, uh, to see, you know, the, the company grow and, and the clientele and the racers that, that are coming in. And it, to me, it's just like, you know, uh, just like Brett is living his dream, riding his dirt bike. That's what it is with me painting helmets right now, you know, just kind of in that 
kind of in that state of awe, <laughs> you know, like, this is cool. You know, I don't understand why this is happening. Um, it's all good, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely not deserving of, of a lot of things. And, and, uh, you know, God just continues to blow my mind with the doors and, and things he's doing. Absolutely. And, and it's, it, you know, it blows me away. And it's like, the reason why I wanted to have you on here so badly in the first place was because not only do I love your work, but um, most people that follow this know that I'm a huge fan of the Pulpamex show. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve Mathis, born and bred 25 minutes from my home here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And uh, of course, I knew of the DMXS radio show uh, as, a, as a youngster, knowing that it was, it was available, but not really like being so young that I probably didn't know how to even to, to listen to it uh, mm-hmm. live or anything like that. And now, of course, with podcasts, we can listen to them. And uh, would you would you happen to guess who one of the guests was the very first time I actually listened to a full DMXS radio show? Full full guest. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you. Me. Oh boy. You. Yeah. You. Yeah, because that, that was probably the the one where I talked about an hour. They were giving me crap about being in the paint booth too long. I think that's my, it might have been what it was, and uh, but nevertheless, um, that kind of got me that the the fate of that brought me attention to what you do, which was not not too far before I started doing my own thing. And mm-hmm. if I hadn't listened to that, I wouldn't have known about your work and and the things that you're doing. And the fact that we were able to connect the way we do uh, is uh, is nothing short of a miracle. So. In my opinion, like it's just been so great to be able to reach out to you and uh, and and hopefully bring my audience to you as a business, and as well as just bring your blessings and your talents to the motocross industry. And I like, to, like in my humble opinion, I honestly think that anyone who sees the work that you do will want to have that on your head. There, man, like doesn't matter what sport you do, what you want the painting to go on. Josh Gray does amazing work, and uh, I I hope that anyone who um, can 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 put put some funds together to uh, to invest in a in a in a, a painted helmet by you would uh, would go ahead and do so because um, it's uh, it's no short of a miracle what you're able to do, man. Man, I sure appreciate all that. I mean, it, it really does um, you know mean a lot. You know, hearing those things from you, and and I'm a firm believer that uh, everything does happen for a reason, and, and God puts us in in uh, you know the right path of people that that uh, we can we can help build and, and uh, support. And you know, I'm I'm super thankful that uh, you know we ran across each other, and and look forward to doing more of this kind of stuff with you. And, and you know, like I said, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing, and and uh, you know, the blessings that uh, you know. I get to sit here and talk with you like this and, and, uh, you're, you know, miles and miles away. It feels like, you know, we've known each other for years. So it's, it's uh, pretty cool to, you know, come together and, and be able to spread the word about the motocross industry and about what you do and, and what I do. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, look forward to many more times. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a blast. Love, talk, love talking with you, uh, getting the word out and just hearing all the stories about, about the painting. And I think it's it just great bench racing, uh, info and, and those who are, are, are true, 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 true fans of the sport. Uh, and, and those who have been around it for quite some time, knowing that the, the, the races 
from back in the '90s when com custom helmet painting uh, was kind of at its at its peak, and maybe it dipped down a little bit when the basically the stock paint jobs that started coming on these helmets were were kind of were more aggressive and over the top. But I think it's even it's. Uh, um, not that those paint jobs have gone stale, but the, like the, they've, they've, we've had them for so long that people are looking for something more personalized, more custom, and uh, you offer that. And uh, I'm glad that we're, I'm able to bring that to my listeners. And uh, I thank you so much for giving me an hour of your evening tonight. Uh, I wish you all the best going forward. Uh, we'll definitely have you on for a race review podcast where we just break down some some races that we watch and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sure you might have to go on YouTube to watch some of these races that you're missing. But uh, nevertheless, um, can't thank you enough, man. You've uh, you've been a great blessing to me and my podcast. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank you guys for uh, all that you're doing, and and uh, look forward to next time. Excellent. Now, so if anyone wants to get in touch with you about getting some work done, um, like, do they have to do a full helmet painting? Will you, if they send you a helmet, can they just get like, uh, the name on the back of the helmet or something like that? Like, do you have to do the whole thing or how does that work? Um, I mean, we can paint anything. That, that's the cool thing. Yeah. Um, if you remember, just want, you know, a, a helmet, we can just, if you want the full cut paint done. Um, you know, not great depending on what you want. Okay. Uh, well, that's excellent. Now, who, anyone who wants to follow you on social media uh, and, and see some of the work that you've done, of course, uh, we talked about those certain helmets. So everyone's going to want to be to to find those helmets. Uh, who do they follow? You can go to my Facebook page, which is Shades of Gray um, Custom Paint Design on Facebook, or Instagram at Shades of Gray MX and Twitter at Shades of Gray MX and. We're currently in the works to reopen the website, but that could probably still be a couple months down the road. Um, yeah. So right now, social media is the, is the way that I'm doing everything, um, which seems to work fairly well. So, um, but yeah, look us up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, or email me at jpgray2020 at yahoo.com uh, for any info and any questions that anybody might have. You heard it here first, uh, Big MX Radio fans. Jump on uh, the uh, Shades of Grey bandwagon. Get yourself something painted good for the week, for the, su for the summer coming up, and uh, turn some heads on race day uh, and, and and do it knowing that you, you've got some uh, some talented hands doing the work. Josh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll shut it down for now, but like I said, can't thank you enough, my friend. Thank you, man. I sure appreciate it. Awesome. You have yourself a great night. You too. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.